0: Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in. But did you know that you can join Ask the Tarot live every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern on Spotify Greenroom? That is right. Live. All you have to do is download the Spotify Greenroom app and sign up for free or use your Spotify login to join. You can also click the link in our series or episode descriptions. Once you're there, follow Ask the Tarot and tune in every Thursday at 8 p.m. to hear what the deck has in store. Hey, I'll even read your questions live. Why miss out on that? Download Spotify Greenroom for free today and join Ask the Tarot live every Thursday.
1: Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously and... 6-1, since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? (sighs) Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now.
0: Hello, everybody. It's Michelle. I'm starting the room. Welcome to another episode? Is this an episode? Are we a show? Welcome to another episode of Ask the Tarot. I'm so glad you guys are here. I am coming to you live from a very different place than I normally am. Hello, Chloe. Um, I'm in Knoxville, Tennessee, you guys. I'm at an artist retreat. You know, I'm a writer in addition to like a tarot person and whatnot. And um, I've never gone to a writer's retreat before. And now I'm here and um, I'm in the woods in Tennessee, it's very cool. So um, I'm in a new space. Honestly, it feels a little haunted. I have like my crystals, you know, set up at my, where I work, at my little workspace. And, um, and one of them was just like, not where I left it. And maybe I, I'm sure I just bumped the table, you know? Um, but I like to think that maybe there's a kindly, I don't know, a kindly ghost haunting this literal log cabin that I'm in right now. So anyway, thanks for being here. Um, As you guys know, maybe some of you don't. This is Ask the Tarot. I'm Michelle T. I'm the host of the Your Magic podcast on Spotify. I am the author of Modern Tarot. And I am going to like read your tarot cards. So all you got to do is raise your hand. If you have a question that you think the tarot can help you with, I'll call on you. I'll read your cards. Another way you can contact me after the show, if you um, want to, you know, me to put in a question for future episodes, you can contact me on Instagram, Michelle Teaz, T-E-A-Z. Um, and you can just email me your, your question. But I do want to let you know, if you do this, there's a big scam that's going on where terrible scammers are impersonating um, tarot readers and trying to like sucker people into fake readings. So please know, I will never... Make the first move on Instagram, right? If you guys contact me, I'll always respond, but I'm never going to reach out to you and offer you a tarot reading. It's never going to happen. So if somebody does that and it looks like me, it is a scammer. But um, you can just send me, I only have one Instagram account and it's that one, T-E-A-Z, only one Z. Okay. So let's see who's got, anyone got their hands up? I have some, no one's, oh yeah. Okay. Let me see. I'm going to pick Angel right now. Angel, you are on. How can the tarot help you tonight?
1: I don't really have, like, a specific question. I just kind of want, like, an overall general view, I guess.
0: You want to just know, like, what's your vibe right now? Like, what's the energy that's around you? That kind of a thing? What you should be thinking about? Yeah, basically. Okay. Let me just see then. Let me see what the tarot, what message the tarot has for you tonight. Um, you know, this is very common. Pra- this is a very common practice. Like, I mean, I'm doing it for you, but you know, this is something people do with tarot, right? You just pick cards and say like, what's up? What do I need to think about? What does spirit want me to know about? So here is your message from the tarot. Oh, wow. You got three cards. I picked you three cards. Um, The first one is the princess of cups. Okay. And she is like um a water sign, but she's like a very intellectual water sign. That's how I think of her. She's somebody whose emotions do not overwhelm, but she's somebody who's kind of wise about emotions. She's not ruled by them. She has a lot of compassion for herself. So, you know, in that way, she can be a really great role model, something to aspire to could also be that like that sort of where you are right now. Um, You know, sometimes the court cards also do symbolize people around us. So if you feel like you're having like good heart to hearts with somebody, you know, that you feel like you have an emotional connection to right now, it, it could definitely be that as well. Your next card is the art card, which I'm reading with the um, the Crowley tarot deck, right? The Toth deck. And, um, you know, it's a riff on the temperance card, but it's also quite different than the temperance card. So the temperance card is about balance. So I like to give it a little shout out when the art card comes up. But the art card is really about taking two things that seem very different from each other and making a whole new third thing from it. It's kind of like a card that's about alchemy. Um, it's it's a metaphor for alchemy. It uses alchemy. It's it's really one of the more mysterious cards in the Crowley deck. But what I can tell you is that it's super creative. It's called art. and But it's beyond just like art the way that we think of art, like painting and sculpture. It's like It's like the art of being you, the art of your life. Like, what are you creating in your life? What are you, you know, bringing around for yourself? What different elements are you taking to create a whole new thing that's just for you? And then your final card, and this is really interesting, it's the hangman, right? So it's suggesting that there's um, some sort of a sacrifice that you're making right now, some sort of like really tricky situation or like a waiting game that you're playing out, right? That you're waiting... For something to happen Um, and the waiting might be a little bit um, frustrating I mean the this this is definitely the hanged man is a really frustrating card I think even though oftentimes when we get him it's because you know we decided to do it we decided that you know we want what what he has to offer to us um does that make how what do you feel about those cards you think they are they are they resonating with you
1: yeah I I feel like yeah um I can see that. So that's basically, I mean, I didn't have any, like, specific questions. I was just kind of, you know, curious as to what's going on.
0: Yeah, I'm actually curious about, you know, the, I want to pick one more card for you to get some clarity around what is the, what is this, um, hanged man card about and then you got the knight of discs which is another card about just like waiting and pausing to me it just looks like you really know yourself and you know that there's some things that you want to do or accomplish like maybe something really big but also like right now it's like not the time to pounce it's still gestating perhaps that's kind of what i would read from it all right cool well
1: thank you so much i appreciate it
0: you're welcome angel have a good night you too all right you guys so some folks you know Wrote in with some problems. So here's one that I picked um, some cards on, okay? I'm in the midst of a big transformation. My fiance and I moved to Savannah from, from our hometown hometown of Baltimore. Excuse me, I'm taking a sip of water. Oh my God, Savannah and Baltimore, two very cool towns. But within a month of moving in, we were slapped silly with health issues. I had a corneal ulceration. Yuck, LOL. That's that's the querent saying, yuck, LOL. I'm not going to LOL at anyone's corneal ulceration ever, Okay. So, but I'm glad that they have a sense of humor about, about their own life. Um, and after nearly losing my eye, oh my goodness, and spending weeks sleeping off the pain, I'm finally emerging from this, quote, death stage. I can feel that I'm stepping into my spring as my energy rises again. I have my dream job with the beloved company and have been really incorporating my magic into my work. But I'm also stepping back into my personal business, offering bone readings and workshops. You guys, bone readings? Are fascinating. I believe it's an African tradition, and where you throw bones as a, as a way of divination, which sounds like super fascinating and cool. Um, I want to ensure I'm channeling this new energy and my magic into something that will truly help others, but I'm not sure where I should be directing it. Okay, now I picked cards on this, although I got to tell you, if I was working with this person individually you know, I would say, well, where where are some places you think you should be directing it? Because here's the thing, the tarot is a little limited, right? Like maybe this person needs to go to school. Well, I guess there are kind of school cards in the tarot, aren't they? You know, I just like to get real specific. So I like to think of um, different options, whereas the tarot will give you a lot of heavy vibes. So here's the vibes. The first thing I did was I picked three cards about um, her energy rising again, right? Stepping into her spring, um, with this horrible, you know, trauma, physical trauma on her heels, what cards did she get? Okay, I got to tell you guys, I got a new tarot deck I'm using for this. It's the movie tarot. Okay, it's it's movies. <laughs> the 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 minor arcana are just showing the objects, like the five of cups is five cups, etc. But the major arcana and the court cards are all scenes from movies. So um, I know I love movies too, and um, my fiance got it for me, so I'm trying it out. So so this person. The first card is the Eight of Cups, right? And we know the Eight of Cups is about like, there's a regret, like something had to be walked away from, okay? And then there's the Seven of Cups. You can see maybe I just didn't shuffle this deck that well. And I have to address that actually, because I was just doing a reading with a friend recently who had a new deck. She had the Jungian Tarot. And, you know, she, it was new. So she was getting all these cards that are just like in a row, right? So it just feels like the deck isn't that shuffled, but I maintain, you know, the tarot is everything or the tarot is nothing. And you're still getting cards out of 78 cards, you know, you're getting those three consecutive cards as opposed to, you know, the 75, 74 other cards out there you could have gotten. So I still think it's meaningful thank you for my sidebar. And so anyway, back to what's going on. Eight of cups, a walking away from something, a regret into the seven of cups, which is, you know, almost fantasy, right? And almost almost an overwhelm of possibility that paralyzes of all the things that you can do. And then the six of cups, which is a sort of a grounding, right? I like the six of cups coming after the eight and the seven. It's sort of like, to me, you know, especially with, um, the Six of Cups having this, you know, one of the reasons of the Six of Cups that it is that it's, um, you know, it's nostalgia. It has something to do with the past. And so I'm just thinking, you know, you, this quarant had this whole plan, this whole life plan, and we can all relate to this so much, right, during the pandemic that so many of our life plans just kind of got canceled. So this person, you know, moved forward into their life and got hit with a huge health problem and now is coming back. So I'm just seeing that maybe there's some stuff to mourn here. (laughs) You know, like maybe there's, um, I I love all of the optimism and like this idea that you're coming back into your spring. But what I'm seeing in all the cards that are coming up is not that that's not true. I mean, you have come out of this health scare, but I'm seeing that there's almost like a level of healing that needs to happen from everything that you've been through. So, um, So, you know, good getting out of bed and moving forward, right? Good putting the past behind you, but not so fast. Okay. So I picked three cards on the day job, the the beloved um, dream job. The first is the ace of cups. Beautiful. So yes, it is a beloved dream job. Absolutely. Like how gorgeous. And then, and I love that you're being so defined. Your your moment right now is being very um, illustrated by the cups, right? Then you get the king of coins, which I have to tell you, you guys in this deck, It's Willy Wonka, (laughs) which is so great. Not the Johnny Depp one, of course. Do I even need to say that? The original, the Gene Wilder. So the King of Coins, and that's great. That's just like such a great business card. Like the King of Coins and the Ace of Cups, it's like there's a job that fulfills you emotionally, takes care of your bank account. But then you get the Seven of Swords and the Seven of Swords is dissatisfied. So this is very interesting. And, um, I'm thinking, where's this dissatisfaction coming from? You know, this is clearly a dream job. You've acknowledged that the cards say that it's true. And yet there's something, there's a wanting more. And I'm thinking that's your magic, right? That's your magic practice. So I pull three cards on your magic practice and it's complicated. Um, The first one is the five of cups. So we know that that's a card about disappointment and a little regret. And then we get the 10 of wands, which we know is about oppression, right? The 10 of wands is like, uh, I thought I wanted to do this and I don't want to do it. At least not the way I'm doing it. But then you have the two of coins, which I actually love the two of coins, you know, coming at the end of, um kind of a, a couple of stressful cards because the 2 of coins is change and it's reminding you yeah there's something that's not right about you know your personal business the way that you're stepping back into it um i'm guessing you have to step away from it right because you're saying that you're stepping back into it and we know that you've gone through this health trauma i think that um the the takeaway i'm getting from this in a really big way the message is that you're not the same person you were before this like the person who like left baltimore with stars in their eyes. I mean, I'm not saying you had stars. Yes, I did say you had stars in your eyes, but you know what I mean. I'm just imagining the optimism of a fresh move. You're not exactly the same person on the heels of this, um, which is just to say that you, you know, I think that when we go through really hard times and um, trials and traumas, they're a little bit like initiations, right? And we don't know why they happen. I mean, why did you get an, you know, an ulcer in your on your cornea? I mean, that's terrible, but you did. Um, and I think that there's something about taking the opportunity to make some changes in your business practice. Um, your beloved dream job might not be as perfect as it was before, right? The practice, the way you had set it up, you might want to shake it up. I think that you do. I think the two of coins is really an ally for you. And so finally, this last question, you know, I'm not sure where I should be directing it. So, you know, after all this, like, what does it look like for you? Like, as you really move out of, you know, this strange health scare that you had, right? And you get the king of swords, the chariot and death, like, whoa, okay. I feel like this is an opportunity for you to really prune, prune and fine tune the way that you um, conduct your work life, like what, what you want out of it, what you, what you're getting out of it, Um you know, the, your, the processes and structures you've created. The chariot and the death card are really intense, right? I mean, the chariot is wonderful. I mean, it's definitely saying like, okay, like, you know, you're. my read on this is like your health problems are behind you. You're, you're slamming into the future here, but you know, the chariot is the chariot of war. So it's a bumpy road and you know, you've been through a bumpy road, right? This is like a lot that you've been through. And the fact that the death card is there and you yourself said that you are emerging from this death stage is so powerful. I just feel like there's something about what you've been through that you need to carry on into this next phase of your work, especially with it being magic work. I mean, it's it's really interesting. Um, a lot of times the idea of being a witch or being a psychic person or a shaman can feel like um, very lighthearted, and like fairy vibes and I love that and I believe in that 100%. Um, but there's also an energy that undergirds a lot of magic that is shadow, shadow magic, right? It's shadow power and it's power that's often born of hard times, brushes with death, trauma, you know, the times when your earth got cracked open a little bit. So what I'm getting out of this is that there is some sort of power for you to grasp onto um, because of what you've gone through. And I think that it would be helpful to you to bring some of that death energy from that death stage. The idea isn't to completely leave it behind you, but to sort of work with it and bring it into your life a little bit. Um, so there, that's what I have to say about it. That's a wild reading, honestly. <laughs> None of those cards were like what I thought would would come. And, um, and yet there they are. And so I hope that that's a helpful message to you. I'm really glad... That you're better and that you got to keep your eye. And I think that maybe it had an effect on your third eye. So best of luck, you know, um, strengthening that part of you also. Okay. Let's see who's here in the room. Let's see who has their hand up. Oh my God. There's so many of you. Genevieve, you are on Ask the Tarot. Uh,
1: Hi. Oh, I'm so excited to talk to you. Oh, how can I help? Um, well, um, I do, I do have a question and I have like three kind of outcomes for it. Um, so I'm a nurse. It's been a rough couple years. Um, and I'm just, I'm feeling like really like kind of burnt out and sad. Um, but I think I love my job so much and I went into it because I feel really passionate about it and, and I do, I do have days where I love it. Um, but I'm just kind of feeling like. And I'm bedside, and I've worked like I work in respiratory uh, critical care right now, um, and I've also done hospice. So I'm like, should I leave? Oh. So my options, I guess, are to like leave inpatient, like leave bedside um, entirely, um, and do like something totally different from nursing. Which okay. um, and like I do have other passions, like like environmental activism and, and social justice. I feel really strongly about. Um, and then my other option would be to kind of stay in nursing, but find a different route. Um, and then I feel like my last one and the one that I kind of want to the most is just like, how do I find, like, how do I refind my love and my spark that I used to like really bring? And I, I feel like I, I used to be able to be a better nurse and I just kind of want to get back there.
0: Oh my God, Genevieve, you're like breaking all of, all of our hearts. I don't know if you can see the chat, but everyone's like in love with you. Everyone's like, your goodness and your kindness and your nursiness. Um, all right, I'm pulling three cards right now. I pulled three cards on leaving bedside and just doing something entirely different from nursing. Um, and now I'm picking three cards on um, on staying in nursing but finding a different path in nursing. Um, and now I'm picking, I'm shuffling, thinking about... Um, you regaining that spark again. Um, Nursing is such hard work. I have so much love and respect for folks, especially you are in the belly of the beast, the kind of um, nursing you're doing with the the world we've been living in these past years. So I can imagine um, how rough it is, but you seem so sparkly. Let's see what it looks like if you can conjure, re-conjure your spark. Okay, so the first three cards um, are for leaving nursing and you got got the sun. (laughs) Oh my God, yeah. Very interesting. You got the sun, the Prince of Wands. I'm sorry, the Prince of Swords. Okay, and the art card. That art card has popped up again. So the sun, obviously, like wow, yes, it would feel like a a load has been lifted off your shoulders to get out of nursing. Like oh, you can you can like leave the hospital, leave the building, and step into the sunlight. Um, There's definitely that does look really powerful for you. Um, The Prince of Swords. It's really interesting. He's in the center of these two really beautiful and powerful. you know, major arcana cards. Um, just to skip over to the other major arcana card with with the art card, It's um, the art card is a really powerful creative card. So it's sort of like, you know, you're saying you have all these other interests and, you know, I'm seeing that like those other interests in environmental activism and social justice, like the art card really like can, can rule things like that because it's about taking people and bringing about change, right? Taking energies and shifting energies and changing energies. It's a very magical card. Um, so that looks really good. But the Prince of Swords, it's so funny, even though he's not as powerful or as strong as the sun or the art card, he's holding this really um, central position. And he's all about like, he wants to move forward, but he just, he doesn't have the right tools to move forward. Um in, in this really kind of almost like overly simple way, it looks to me like in a funny way, like you just can't understand how to leave, you know? Um, even though the call to leave looks very strong and and kind of clear, there's almost like you're just afraid to flex that muscle, you know? And it's like the Prince of Swords, you know, his problem is he's got these little fairies trying to pull his, his big chariot. And so he recognizes that and he has his sword drawn. He's about to like cut the reins. So like you can do it. I'm just, I just really want to acknowledge that the message that the tarot is sending is how hard it is for you to really about leaving, even, even though you, you might have a sense that it's best for you to. Um, so let me see, looking at, um, changing directions in nursing, like, you know, staying in nursing, but doing something different. It looks like it's a very, it's, To start, it's really great, but it looks like the same issues of maybe burnout or I don't know what other issues, you know, um, might be bringing you down around nursing. It looks like they will come back. Um, Your first card you have is the Empress. And I mean, oh my God, the Empress is such nurse energy, right? Um, Really a beautiful card. So, you know, to me, this is about you like wanting to stay this path and like, you know, dedicating yourself to it and and moving forward. And then you have the knight of wands. So the knight of wands is like really um, very fiery, very impulsive and being like, I'm going to do this. And, you know, maybe it, 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 there's something so impulsive about the knight of wands. I wonder if it's almost a situation where you just grab like the first sort of um, new direction in nursing that kind of presents itself. And it's not, and then you end up at the eight of swords, which is interference, And you know, that, that is a mentally stressful card. So I don't like this spread very much. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't love it. It doesn't, it feels like there's, there's something undirected about it that I don't like. Um, now for regaining your spark, this is, this is very interesting. You have a very interesting reading for regaining your spark. The very first card you have is the death card. Okay. Um, (laughs) So it's like wow. It, it, it's I, I almost want to say. I mean, oh my goodness. I mean, you you guys. My mother's a nurse, and I, I she she did a different kind of nursing, but still, I just know nurses. You guys are in touch with death energy all the time, and especially what that sounds like. You're doing hospice. Um, I feel like you know this idea that like you're kind that you're burnt out. It's like you've had an excess of sort of death energy, and maybe um you need to sort of seriously purge that somehow right um the next card that you have is the princess of wands and she's amazing she is a spark you know she is definitely spark regained energy and she's vulnerable. She's, she's like, has an altar where she's lighting her fears on fire. She's very ritually, she's a very ritualistic card. Um, and then the next card you have is the six of swords, which is science. Like there's something about in order for you to get through you know, to get your spark back, it's almost like this feels very similar to, you know, that reading I just gave for um, the person who almost lost their eye where it's like you're in the midst of a really heavy initiation here, you know? If your spark is going out, it's almost like maybe it's meant to go out, you know? And and that needs to be um acknowledged and sort of honored that like there's perhaps only so much of this like death energy that you can take, you know, that you can actually like, you know, assimilate into your body and metabolize. And it's almost like, um, I I wonder if what you need to do is to get out of it, get into the sunshine, get into that art card, take a, a giant break. And it's like, it's not like you're thinking, oh, I'm just taking a break. It's like, you're leaving. But then I think you do come back because that princess of wands and the science card. I mean, I do think this is your calling. I think that you probably are a person with a few callings, right? Um, many ways that you can be of service in the world and find like joy in it. But there's something about this death card and this death energy being so heavy that like to pretend that it's not having an effect on you, it's it doesn't work. It's like you almost need to honor the energy of of death that you've been impacted by by moving away from this so that you can return to it.
1: Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes total sense. And I actually, I think it's really interesting I got the death card because hospice is actually my favorite kind of nursing because what I kind of struggle with sometimes a lot with, like, critical care is how we, like, really, really fight against death. Yes. Um, and sometimes it's, and it's a very, like, hospice is very spiritual. I find a lot of, like, it's it's just so wonderful and such a sacred in like incredible time to be with someone during that. And I, and I want to be in a kind of field that like embraces that instead of like fights it so much. Um, obviously, you know, if someone can get better, we want to do everything for that. Yeah. But sometimes there's a certain point where, um, you just have to, just have to help them. Um, so yeah, that last reading really, really, um, really hit it.
0: Wow. That's really a oh God. You just gave such a, an additional layer of meaning, you know, of course, with your own experience, that's really incredible. I mean, maybe it really is then really diving. Oh, I I see that Laura in the comments is like, have you ever thought about becoming a death doula? I thought the same thing. I think, you know, you are doing death doula work, um, through your nursing, and I think a lot of nurses are also like death doulas, whether they realize it or not. You know, but it is a you know, patient that is growing, and you know, people are becoming more aware that this is a a role that exists and is really necessary. I mean, maybe what this is really saying is like, yeah, you know, you can get out of this completely and take a big break, or you want to dive really deeply into into the death aspect of it because it is spiritual and it your spark is there. You know. Um, it is a really sacred moment to be with another person, and how lucky for anyone during that moment that they're crossing over that they might have access to you and your spirit. It's like really special. Thank you. You're
1: welcome. Oh my- I'm piggyback on what people are saying about how much they love your voice. I think that's why I love your podcast so much. You can just like tell that you're smiling when you talk, and your kindness just really comes through. And I just really love that. <laughs>
0: Very kind. Thank you for saying that, and thank you everybody in the in the chat that's being so sweet. Yeah. Oh, thank you. I really if that's love it or you. Something, Stop it. Um, I do want to point out that that last card in the 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 row where you got the death card. You know, the the six of swords, the science card. It's very much like ding ding ding. Like yes, this is the proper application of your mind, right? So the things like this is very. It's science. It's the science card. it would be very smart of you to, you know, make this like even more of your focus in some fashion. Awesome. Thank good you good so luck, good much. Good luck with whatever you do, Genevieve. Go on vacation anyway. Get in the sun. I will. <laughs> oh my goodness, you guys. Nurses. Oh, thank thank you. Thank you all the nurses, honestly. What would we do without them? Um, okay, I'm putting all of these cards back in the pile. And I'm going over to something that, uh, a, 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 re, a question, I'm sorry, that came in uh, to my Instagram, okay? And you know who else? I love nurses and you know who else? I love you guys librarians, okay? So here's this question. I have a career tarot question. I'm a librarian. Thank you librarians. And every organization I've worked for has silenced me for being too political. Libraries are not neutral, but that's another conversation. Oh, God, I just hate that. you know, I, I think that, I think that libraries are so political. I got to tell you, I mean, you know, free knowledge, free books you know, for the people. I mean, I know that politics um, and small mindedness, you know, can sneak in everywhere that humans are. I get it. But um, I just, you know, I'm spoiled because I worked with the San Francisco Public Library for quite a while and they are a radical library. So um, I love librarians. Um, Anyway, anyway, That's enough of my soapbox. Back to the querent. She says, I don't hate my current job at a public library. The commute is easy, pay and benefits are decent, and I do like working with the public. But I'm considering jumping ship to a government research position that would be more money and likely work from home, which would mean zero commute and more time with my pets. Oh my God, that's very cute. In addition, I am intending to spend the next 10 years cultivating a creative career within i we're in i write and teach writing workshops always my dream what does the tarot have to say about my day job choices and how will they affect my future goals i'm a scorpio sun cap moon and cap rising oh my god so let me just tell you scorpio sun cap moon and cap rising it's like i mean flip a coin because you're gonna do amazing whatever you do you're like the most it's like that is like the most cape scorpios and caps are the most capable signs that can just like run the universe. So you're great. But of course, I picked cards for you. Um, I picked from the She-Wolf tarot deck, which is a deck I truly love. And if you want to peek at these decks, I will put some images from them on my Instagram after the show. Um, So listen, I just, you know, shuffled the cards asking which of these two jobs that are available to you right now best support your ultimate goal of, you know, a teaching uh, writing workshops. Okay. And, And your own writing as well. So it looks really good for the library. I mean, kind of maybe not surprising, right? The Magus is the first, which is like the magician card. It's really a wild, gorgeous, psychedelic card in this. There's like an orchid that looks like a vulva. There's a diamond. The the, the vulva orchid is coming out of a woman's head. It's like so much is going on, but it is definitely magical and um, powerful and about creating what you want. I mean, I love this. For a question like this, I really do. Um, the next thing that you have is the Two of Pentacles, you know, which came up earlier for someone, and you know, this is a card of change. So it's interesting. You got the Ma- the Magus card, and then that's the first card. The third card is Six of Wands, victory. Like yes, yes, yes. It's really saying that this um, this that being a librarian and staying at the library is very powerful for you. But that Two of Pentacles is saying a change? Is there a change that can happen somehow? Because honestly, like the perks of that government research position looks really great. Like more money, who's going to argue with that? Working from home, how excellent. You know, more time with the cats, zero commute. Is there a way that you can bring about some situations like that at the public library? I don't know, but it's saying, it's suggesting that there's some sort of a tweak, a positive tweak that brings you a gift, right? Because two of pentacles is Jupiter And, you know, it's gifts. It's Jupiter and Capricorn, which we know you get all that cap energy. I do want to, of course, let you know about the government research, uh, job cards that I picked. The first is the four of cups. Okay. All right. It's like, you know, it's stable. It's a little bit meditative. You're home with your cat, your cat's on your lap. Then it's the knight of cups. And then it's the eight of cups. And again, that eight of cups is a bit of a regretful card, right? Um, it's a very haunting image, actually, in the She-Wolf deck. It's like the same naked white lady standing in a black hole that's like repeated for infinity. It's so creepy, you guys. <laughs> I mean, it's a great image. You're like, oh, I don't want that card. Um, and I don't want that card for you, nice librarian. I think that, you know, it makes sense to dream other dreams about, you know, other Workplaces, work situations, especially when you know you have an ultimate goal that you're heading towards, it does look like staying at the library supports your um, your writing and creative writing workshop dream. So that's what I have for you, but see if you can tweak it. See if you can be like, hey, you know, I was just about to jump ship, but lucky you guys. I'm keeping my political ass here in the library. What can you do to make it a little bit sweeter of a deal for me? I know, I know. You can't really say that, right? If you're a librarian, I think it's way more complicated. But I do hope that you can get something, make something happen for yourself. Now I am going to see who's in the room, who has their, their little hand up here. Um, okay. Oh, Sarah. Hello,
2: Sarah. How are you? Oh my gosh. I'm very excited to be speaking with you and thank you so much. And and hello to all the listeners tonight. I appreciate everyone being here with me tonight. So I'll get right to my question. Um, Okay. So here's my question. 30 years married and getting ready to retire, empty nesters and... um, thinking seriously about a divorce. So my question to you is, All right. if I, on one hand, divorce, it could be meaning that I may not be able to retire and may not stay in my house and it's a lot of, you know, 30 years. If I, on the other hand, stay, There's not any love. There's not any, it's, it would be for, you know, security only. It's do I stay or do I go? Either way, it's, it's not easy.
0: Okay. Um, all right. Is there any, I know there's a lot of change.
2: And I can give you, you know, and more details or more information if you want it.
0: Well, let's see what the cards say. I do want to ask, is there is there any kind of a... Well, let's see. We might not need a third option. We might get a very clear message. Um, so for leaving, I just picked three cards. And for staying, I picked three cards. This is really interesting. You're definitely at a big turning point right now, right? So for, yeah. for leaving, the yes. first card that comes up is the yeah. two of wands. It's Mars and Aries. And it like, it's breaking free. I mean, it's called Dominion. And it's about, I am this Dominion over your own life, right? I am the master of my destiny. Um, you know, Mars in Aries is, is really powerful and it's incredibly self-focused. And it sounds like it's maybe time for you to, to have that kind of self-focus, right? That kind of electrified self-focus. Um, it, it's really amazing. It's an amazing card. And then the thing that comes after it, it's another Mars card, um, but it is called valor it's the seven of wands so you know the wands are all about like our our energy levels our life energy you know the spark in our step so you start out with this incredibly strong one where you're like yes oh my god like you're doing it and then when the valor card comes up the seven the energy is there but it's like a little oppressed and weakened and there's this sense of like oh god i can't do this but you can right but it's like your energy is flagging um your belief in yourself is flagging it's it's so interesting because it's it's another mars card and it's mars in leo and leo you know aries is like the ram and it just charges straight ahead and Le- the leo energy can be like you know Le- i love leo so much but they're cats they want things to be a little easier like like the way it is for a cat for a cat in the world right so there's just something about like wow this is hard you know and Sounds like you already know that it's going to be hard. So I think either way, it's yeah. very hard. Um, what what catches you on the other end, though, is the Hierophant. Um, and that is an incredibly powerful card. Um, the Hierophant is, um, first of all, it's a major arcana, which I really like for a big life change I really want to see, like a major arcana. It's Taurus. So it's very grounded and earthy. And, you know, we're talking about your home, your work, like, you know, very grounded earthly things. And so I like that all of this energy gets um, kind of grounded into the earth with this powerful Hierophant card. Oh, I do want to say, I want to fling back to the seven of wands. You do win with that card. Okay. It's a battle that's hard, but you win it. It is a yes. It is a victory card. I just want to be clear about that. Um, but it is also saying that like, it's it's freaking hard. So the Hierophant, it's really interesting. It's like, I don't know if there's something like In a a way, the hierophant is also like um, our legal system. It's the patriarchy. It is institutions. And so I just, I I do wonder a little bit if like there's a way that perhaps, I don't know that you would want to go back to school, but maybe you would want to go back to school. Or, I mean, I know you're like, I want to retire.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I'm a a teacher. And so it's like, I'm almost there. Okay,
0: Okay. that's really interesting. I wonder if it is about, because it is about, like education. And I I could imagine you possibly, um, if you do have to, you know, continue to work and not retire, it's almost like, well, can you make it, can you sweeten the deal for yourself a little bit? Can you maybe not teach, but get some sort of other job that has a little bit more prestige or go back to school for something that like just makes your, makes the next few years of your life that you're going to continue working a little bit easier for yourself. Um, Also, can you get alimony? I mean, it's, I mean, the, the does represent things like that. So it's, it's worth talking about. Um, now I, I do, you got really interesting cards, honestly, for staying in the marriage. Also, um, the first card you got is the knight of discs and he's not making a move, the knight of discs, right? He is pausing to see what happens. It's a creative pause. It's a deliberate pause. It's not, you know, neglect or stasis. It's like, I'm gonna sit here for a second and check this out. And so that's an interesting card to sort of represent deciding not to leave the marriage for now. Then the next card you get is the ace of wands. Um, Can I ask what your sign is? I'm oh, a Leo okay. with uh cancer so, uh, yeah, cancer. So you have all these, you know, fiery cards. So this fire um, is really speaking to you. Um, it's, it's, it's your element. So the, the ace of wands, it's like something can be sparked um anew within the marriage. And I mean, I'm not saying you guys are going to fall back in love with each other. Like, I don't know the details. You seemed very to say like, there's no love. Like that is a, a powerful and stark statement. And I'm, uh, you know, I'm certainly not going to challenge that, but there's like something there, it seems like. And then there's the star card you get, which is about really being able to make your dreams come true. Um, Like, is the, can you have your cake and eat it too, Sarah? Is there a way that you can have these material stabilities? I mean, can you guys share resources? I mean, uh, is your husband sort of on the same page as you? Like, is there a way you can open up the relationship and be friends and you know, be able to like have the kind of, um, you know, material life that you've been working towards. Is there a third option? I wonder. No.
2: That would be wonderful if we could, we've lived for the last year separate as far as like I'm upstairs, he's downstairs. The hard part is I've been sober for 22 years and he is not. And it's getting really icky, uh, ishy. not good
0: yep okay wow 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 okay that is very yeah yeah. um well geez do you think i mean i hate okay i I have such mixed feelings about what i'm even going to say but i'm i'm letting the cards lead me a little bit i'm a sober person also and i both know how um how you know people just don't get sober who need to you know not they just don't and i also know that sometimes they do and it's a miracle, and it can't be predicted. It certainly can't be relied upon. But I'm wondering if, I mean, does, does your husband ever even flirt with the idea of getting sober, or is he like no freaking way? No way. Yeah, um, he's no man. No way. Way. There's no way as somebody who goes to Al-Anon <laughs> that I can tell you to stay in that house to be an example for, or, or like there's something about like it, it waking up your husband to the consequences of what's happening. It, 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 but, it, but it's almost like a story like that. Like there's something there's something about, um, you know, does he know that you want to leave him? We're at that point. And
2: he, I mean, it's sort of like we could have had it all, but it's...
0: Oh, man, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Um it does it like it's, it's so um, confusing how there is, I think there's more to this story there. I think there's more that's going to be revealed, but I think you need to take care of yourself. Um, And I think all these other things will shake out or they won't, you know what I mean? Like you're, I I picked some more cards for like, what is this? Is there this like third, third way of somehow, you know, being able to live together um, with, you know, you're upstairs and he's downstairs. And the first card that comes up is the devil, which is like, that's addiction, right? That's the card that symbolizes addiction, the strongest in the tarot. But then there's success and happiness. So it's like, I wonder yeah. if like, there's a way you can see how it feels to do that. And then if it's like, you know, something, this is fucking awful. You know that you have the spark in you to 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 move out into to like, you know, to do this next thing that you can, and, and, and be on your own. But it's almost like I'm seeing these really pretty cards for you staying, which doesn't make sense considering your circumstances, but I'm thinking that it's like that more is going to be revealed and that there's possibly a way for you to be able to hold on to materially what's yours, you know, what you've worked towards. That's what I don't like. I don't like you not being able to retire, um, you know all the you know having to lose a house i don't like that i would I, what what i'm getting from the from the tarot is that don't move out immediately are you in
2: danger okay no no i have my sister lives next door to me and you know so it's i'm not in danger no
0: can he move out well
2: we're oh, to yeah,
1: point, to move we're,
2: we're <laughs> to the point where like i can't afford this house by myself so he might be able to afford this house by himself. um, But like, I figure I have so much time left in this earth. I feel like I'm on a spiritual path. And if I'm going to be in this house by myself with a man that is unpredictable, I may as well just be somewhere else and be lonely than be in this house and be lonely with someone who's unpredictable.
0: I agree with that. Um,
2: So, and maybe if I go and be divorced, maybe I have a chance of being, I don't know, somebody might love me.
0: Oh gosh, Sarah, absolutely. Absolutely. You have like a lot of life in your future and love is everywhere. And you can, you can count on that happening for you. Um, what, what I'm seeing when I, when I asked the tarot, what does it look like if he moves out? The card that came up is the universe. Okay. Which is like, ping, 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 ping. and I hear you that you can't afford it on your own. So I was like, what if you find somebody else? What if you get a roommate? What if you get some sort of help in that way? And then you got the Aeon card, which is again, about a new beginning. Um, The feeling that I'm getting from this reading is like, there's something about holding on to what's yours, even though I get what I get, like, ultimately you want to cut and run because you don't, life is too short. You don't want to be energetically linked to this person. Um, How about selling the house? Joanne, I like, I like that. What about that? What about selling the house? I mean, wouldn't you guys have to do that if you divorced?
2: Well, part of the reason, and I, I'm i sorry to take everybody's time. Oh, about <laughs> okay, okay. On this. It's okay. Um, so one of the reasons that I kind of like have held on so long to this, to being married and so forth, is um, I'm in an area where on one side of the house that I'm in um, is my dad's house who just, he died a year ago. And it's where I grew up. And so my sister bought that house on this next side of me is my sister and two couple doors down is another family member. And so we're all kind of, you know, long term sisters are all going to be, you know, together here in the long run. And so to sell this place is like that the whole dream is for us sisters to be, you know, together together. You know, when we're one hundred and ten years old.
0: yes Absolutely, absolutely. All the more reason for him not to be there. Um, I would look into seeing how you can cohabitate with other people who can help you with the rent. Yeah. um the 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 universe card and the Aeon card is what I want to see in big life changing readings like this. So I, I think that, you know, what you want to do is get him out of the house, stay there. And try and, and, and bring somebody in who can help you with that rent. He shouldn't have that house. That's, the sis, that's part of the sister house. That's part of the sister compound. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's what you want to do. That, that is what makes sense. These other ones didn't quite make sense. Um, but I'm like that star card about you staying there, but it's about you staying in the house. It's not about you staying with him. He has to go. Oh, Sarah, we are so with you. You have so much love in this room of, of just people who want you to succeed. That sister compound sounds so great. Um, look at, we, you can have people here from the room move in with you.
2: <laughs> oh my God. Okay, I'm in Michigan. Okay. <laughs> oh I, I am so thankful for everybody hearing me out and sending me positive vibes. I am usually on the other end sending positive vibes to the callers. I'm so grateful because I I couldn't believe that I got chosen tonight. So thank you for all of this. you so
0: welcome. I'm, I am really, really happy that you got chosen and I hope this was helpful and keep in touch. Okay.
2: Thank you. I will. I, I bless you. Thank you for everyone. Okay.
0: okay. Bye. Bye. Oh man, man. Oh man. I wish there was a way we could be more, um, like socially linked on this, you know, like there's no way to send a message to each other. Take note, take note, green room. We want, we want, uh, access to each other. Can you imagine if one of you guys actually happened to live near Sarah and could be her roommate? Oh my God. I'm gagging. Um, I love that idea. I'm so happy that the universe and the Aeon card came up because I was like, this isn't right. It's not right that she should stay in this marriage, obviously. And yet like, what is, what's the missing info? Ugh, sometimes you just got to keep picking those cards. Okay. All right. I got a little, uh, a little sweet, tiny question that came, um, into my Instagram. Okay. It says, um, I recently just got out of my first gay relationship back in November, sadly, and I wanted to know what love looks for me right now. Oh my God. See, I'm like, I'm like, oh my God, your first gay relationship. Congratulations. But of course you're sad because you just got out of it and breakups are nightmares. Ugh. okay. Happy, sad for you. I'm happy, sad for you right now. Um, Okay. Like, should I just hang out and do my own thing for a bit or be brave and put myself out there? Right, right. Okay, so what does it look like if you just sort of nurse your wound a little bit, you know, have yourself, you know, a pity party? And I mean that in an empowering and supportive way. I love a good pity party. And, you know, broken hearts, love disappointment. It's really real. Um, And I think that it is truly one of the worst kinds of pain that a person can be in. At least that's been my experience. I'm picking three cards for you. To just like hang with yourself right now. Okay. Or be brave and put yourself out there. What does that look like for you? I mean, my God, it's only your first gay relationship. There's so many more gay relationships for you to have. Oh my God! I mean, I've had so many gay relationships and um, everyone is different and you learn so much and you have so much joy and, you know, Heartache is heartache, and there's no getting around that. But um, let's see. What does it look like if you're just like, okay, I want I want a new love? What does that look like? Okay. So hanging out by yourself. Ooh, looks really good, actually. Um, putting yourself out there. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Can't you have both? I mean, they're actually strangely similar. Um, so... Connor is pointing out the first relationship of any kind is rarely the best. Very wise. I think that's true. Um, so listen, if you hang out with yourself and don't pursue love right now, you you have the star card. And here we are in Aquarius season and the star is the Aquarius card, okay? Um, and, you know, that that is about just like, I mean, she's channeling cosmic energy, you know? So I, I think that there's something about like, you know, love is really important and beautiful, right? Um, But it's not everything. There's other things. There's other things for you to be thinking about right now. She really affirms that. Okay. And then the next card, this is interesting. It's the moon card. So that is also sort of like, do you even know what you want right now? Like, what was that relationship like for you? What did you learn about yourself? Like, you know, was there... Um, something that it triggered in you that felt bad? Was there something that triggered that felt good? You know, I, I feel like there's some, um, it's like you want the sun to come out, but right now you want to meditate on on the questions that the moon poses to you, which is like, um, you know, what who are you and what can you hope for in love? You know, what how would you like the next relationship to better reflect you? And then boom, you get that ace of discs, which is like a, being on a whole new path. So I like this a lot, even though the moon card, you know, nobody likes to get it, but in a breakup, it makes sense that you get it. And I feel like it can really be your ally in that it can really help you ask some difficult questions, right? Now, listen to this, okay? For for putting yourself out there, the very first card you get is the fool. It's like the card of putting yourself out there. It's like, put yourself out there. How about if I just fling myself out there off of a cliff, you know? that's what the fool is doing. And I love that. And so I felt a little, you know, inspired by that for you. But then five of discs, wary. It's maybe just not the right time. Could you do it and persevere through it? Yes, because your final card is the nine of wands, moon and Sagittarius. I mean, moon and Sagittarius, I have a moon and Sagittarius. And it is really hard for me not to respond To the adventure of love, no matter what, no matter if 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 it's in my best interest or not, it doesn't matter. I can't resist it. So you know, I think that what I'm seeing for you, as far as like you know, putting yourself out there, yeah, you could do it. Um, And I think you would get through the the real, you know, the where (laughs) it doesn't like the problems that arise, whether they're real world problems or problems that happen just in your head. You know, like if it if you trip, get tripped out, or you know, go on some bad dates, Um, you'll get through it with that strength card. But I just think that keeping yourself out of the dating game for another little while looks better. I like that better for you. I like the star better than the fool, okay? I like the moon better than the wary card, And I mean, I don't know. I love the nine of wands. I love the strength card. But the ace of discs is so promising coming at the end of that. It's like, oh, it's like you've gone through this little bit of an initiation and you've given yourself the respect and you've given your your situation and your heartache, your experience, the respect that it deserves. Like you're honoring it, right? So, um, you know, love will be there for you. That is for sure. Um, I feel like that ace of discs might be a new path of love for you. But I would say you know, I would say, don't put yourself out there right now. And if you're like too late, I'm on Tinder or Grindr or wherever you are. Um, well then just know that you'll be able to get through whatever, um, whatever stress, whatever like dating stress comes your way, you will get through it. Whew. Okay. Oh, look, what is Connor saying? Connor spent some time out of dating and it, and it recharged him. Yes. That's what I'm talking about. A little bit of a recharge, a deep check in with oneself. You guys, I can't believe it's already. Well, I'm on the I'm on the East Coast time. I'm normally not, so it's almost ten o'clock. I can't believe it. Well, I'll, I'll take this moment while I have you guys to just remind folks who joined halfway that if you like this room, you can keep listening to back episodes of it. Right back rooms, and all you have to do is go on to Spotify, search your magic. And then um, it'll come up in the feed along with my uh, podcast, Your Magic, which I think you would also like. Oh no, I see a sad face emoji from Andy. It won't let you accept. Oh, Angie, that's terrible. Um, I'm so sorry. Hmm, is it possible for you to type your question into the chat and I'll read it? Is there a way to do that in a succinct fashion? Hmm, how is Tennessee well, I'll tell you how Tennessee is. Ujera, um, I can I see you in the chat there. It is filled with turkeys. There's like wild turkeys outside my window um, every morning, and then in the evening, there's like twenty of them. It's it's great. I love seeing wildlife. Um, oh, hello from Maine, says Genevieve. <laughs> we are definitely doing an East Coast thing right now. Um, I can't speak to what it's like to live here in Knoxville. I'm on this artist retreat and I haven't left it. <laughs> if you could possibly live at this artist retreat, uh, I would stay here. I would live here myself. It's beautiful, but I don't know what it's like in the rest of Knoxville, but people seem to really have a lot of Knoxville pride. Um, there's like a university here. There's a really important uh, music festival. There's a lot of arts and support for the arts. So it seems like a cool place. Um Okay. Okay. Let me see. What do we got here? Is my free? Okay. Here's Andy's question. Is my freelance career worth pursuing? It's scary to take the risk because of money. Oh, geez, that is the truth. That is the truth. Um, Connor, I'm seeing that you're bringing up Discord. I'm gonna I'm gonna look into that. Okay. Thank you for that because I do love this community and I want to support it. Um, all right. But let's see. I'm shuffling right now for what does it look like to just take the risk? Okay, to, to freelance it is scary. It really is. And so much of freelancing is, um, is about timing, right? Like sometimes you're like, you know, it's in the future, but you just got to, I don't know, work your way up to it and build out that freelance career sometimes while you're doing your day job. That's how I did it anyway. Um, Andy says she's been a server for a long time, but that's not her passion or her long-term goal. She works as a musician, but also as a grant writer. Okay. Okay got it. So, I'm going to do one more shuffle. What does it look like for you to just go freelance, okay? All right. Three cards and three cards for not right now. That is not not ever, right? Um I don't believe in that. Um but for the moment, for some reason because maybe your freelance contacts aren't as strong as they could be, maybe you just need to have a little bit more, you know, money under your belt, maybe the stars are not aligned. I mean, I don't know. I don't know why sometimes are better than others, but let's see. Let's see what it looks like for you to put it off for now and ask again, like in another season. Okay. So for just doing it, oh, it looks hard to do it now. What if you don't do it right now? Uh, oh, I'm so sorry, Andy. It looks better to not do it right now. And you know something that doesn't necessarily, let me tell you what I see, okay? So for t- for doing it right now, you got the queen of wands, all right? Oh, you're in your Saturn return, I see that. Okay, you got your queen of wands, then you have the five of swords, which is called defeat. And then you have the nine of swords, which is called cruelty. Um, it's often cruelty to your, ourself, it's negative self-talk, it's anxiety, it's stuff like that. The defeat card, you know, my my take on the defeat card is that, you know, when it comes up, it's usually because something didn't go right, right? Something did not did go, like, not the way you wanted it, but then what happens is it lives on forever in your mind, because we have to remember the swords are mental. So what I'm thinking is that, like, it's possible that it is going to be rocky, and that, like, the, the if you're in a state of fear, and then it's like it doesn't kind of go exactly the way you want it to go... Um, it's going to be really hard for you mentally to roll with it. So I don't know. I mean, I wonder if you have, um, you know, financial scarcity issues. I wonder if there's any sort of like financial trauma, you know, from, I mean, I say this as somebody who's had that. I wonder if, um, if there, if you have any sort of anxiety disorders, I have that also. But I wonder if there's a way that you can kind of get in the, get in a better headspace before you try it. Because I'm really worried about the effect it's going to have um, on your mental state, honestly, it just looks like, and it is really scary. It is a scary thing to do. Um, so now for, for not doing it yet, you have the Hermit, the Strength card, there's that Strength card again, Moon and Sagittarius, and the Knight of Discs. So, so this is really interesting because, you know, the Hermit and the Knight of Discs are these grounded, earthy cards that are not going to do anything Wacky. <laughs> They're not going to do anything to that's going to um, challenge their stability or threaten their stability. Right? Um, the hermit is very strategic. You know, Virgo is all about strategy, organization, and then the Knight of Discs is like, I'm not moving right now because you know the sun is beaming off my shield and it's turning the hillside green. So by not moving, it's actually an it's an it's an action. It's a decision. So I want you to think about you know, not going freelance right now doesn't mean that like nothing's happening, right? It's like you're actively planning towards your eventual freelance life, but it's not time for you to quit your job yet. It's time for you to prepare in other ways, okay? That strength card, that moon in Sagittarius, like that is really inspired and really optimistic and resilient. So it's almost like... um it's I think that the tarot is saying that like you can put a better plan together than the one you have right now. Um, and I think that that's what you need to do. And you need to kind of like build up whatever sort of um structure of stability you're you're able to build up for yourself um before you take this leap. But I do think the leap is is ultimately one that you will take, but it looks like there's just some like it's not the right timing. There's some, there's some kinks that need to be worked out around stability and in your in your ability to roll, I think, with instability. Does this make sense? Oh my God, I'm on the edge of my seat just looking at the chat to see if this, this is landing in any sort of way. Um, hmm, Andy says, I do tend to fly by the seat of my pants. Lots of Aries placements. Oh, how interesting. Well, that Queen of Wands, that's so interesting. That the Queen of Wands, you know, is the very first card in your... Like, you know, should I do this? And she is really great and stable. And so my guess it's probably actually done, you've probably done pretty well flying by the seat of your pants, honestly. But it's so interesting that you're like, I'm in my Saturn return. Um, because, you know, the Saturn return is like, sometimes the things that like we were, <laughs> the universe was letting us slide by, but they're, it's not really sustainable. Those things kind of hit a wall, okay? So, you know, what I'm seeing is that flying by the seat of your pants might not work for you in this realm. Or you know, maybe it's like, yeah, you've been flying by the seat of your pants and maybe there's a certain level of instability and anxiety that accompanies that that's become normal for you. but maybe like there's other ways to live, right? Maybe you can actually do it in a more stable way. And, you know, you still have that fire sign in in taking a minute, right? You have the the, the nine of Wands, moon and Sagittarius. So it's not like you're putting out your spark, you know? It's just like, can you, can you build like a little, like a, like a windshield around, around your fire so it doesn't go out, you know? That's, that's, what, um, that's the message I'm getting from the tarot for you. So, so I hope that that makes some sense. Good luck with your Saturn return. Oh my goodness. Somebody's asking me if I am at Loghaven and I am at Loghaven. That is the name of the artist retreat I'm at in Knoxville. Um, so yeah, and it's beautiful and I really, really love it. Um, yes, Andy, you got to do some (laughs) planning. Saturn return is so brutal. Listen, I really want to recommend to you and to everybody, the Saturn return survival guide, um, by Lisa Stardust, who's a a great astrologer, a friend of the year magic podcast. She wrote a whole book about it. Um, and I just think it's a, it's a must have, you know, for anybody who's, you know, approaching their Saturn return, we're all going to go through it. And guess what? We're going to go through it again in our fifties. So like, I'm looking, I'm staring down the barrel of my second Saturn return. You guys, can you even believe it? Um, okay. Well, I'm going to end the room now. I love you guys. I am totally going to do a quick Goog on the discord thing before I pass out. Um, to get an idea if, if that's something that will work for us because um, I love you guys and I love this community. Um, <laughs> I am in a different time zone. Stay up late. Oh my God, no. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> all right, you guys, I'll see you next week, next Thursday. Um, and again, all the reruns are on the Spotify Your Magic channel. Good night. Hello, friends. Remember to catch Ask the Tarot live every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern on Spotify Greenroom. Join me for a journey through the cycles of life, love, and aspiration in real time. Just download the Spotify Greenroom app, sign up for free, or use your Spotify login to join the conversation. Then you'll be able to hear live readings, meet unique people, and even ask questions of your own. Download Spotify Greenroom for free today and join Ask the Tarot live every Thursday.